0: so the worst kept secret in MMA over the last four or five months is finally out PFL have formally announced that they have acquired they have taken over Bellator MMA thus creating a brand new MMA powerhouse franchise or have they let's talk about it before we do my name is Rahul J Chan this is the Battle Camp thank you very much for joining me if you need to channel please do consider subscribing um, so look the announcement, the announcement came on Monday Via press release, tweet, Instagram posts, and then um, the man in charge at PFL, I believe his formal title is CEO, Don Davis. He he appeared on the MMA Hour with Ara Hawani, uh, where he sat down and spoke for near enough an hour, ironically enough. And I sat down and listened. Actually, no, I didn't. I I put headphones in and I went for a walk, but I did listen to every single word he had to say. Um, And I left that interview feeling a little bit underwhelmed let me explain so personally I just assumed well assume is a strong word right I I thought that the the best route for um, PFL would be to get rid of the Bellator brand bring everyone in-house and get rid of the tournament format if I'm honest with you and just promote one big show a month where you can put all your top talent on there and build strong, deep cards with recognizable names and people that the hardcores um, respect in terms of the skills in the smart cage, I guess, and try and build some momentum in 2024. Now, what we actually heard was that Bellator will continue to operate as its own separate brand. Um, there'll be eight Bellator shows next year. Um, PFL will continue to have their tournament format. They'll have their own regular season next year. And there will also be two PFL pay-per-views next year as well. And those, I suppose, are the, the shows that are are, are being created for, for the likes of Francis Ngannou and Jake Paul. And to be quite frank, I don't really know who else. I don't know who else is a pay-per-view level talent that PFL already have, right? Um, One of the good things that he said is just because PFL and Bellator will continue to exist as separate brands, uh, the fighters aren't aligned to a specific brand. They'll get to choose whether they want to be part of the tournament format with PFL or whether they want to have standalone fights and and fight on on, on the Bellator cards or be a part of those pay-per-view events. Obviously, if they're a big enough name or in a valuable enough fight, right? Um... And I'm like, I understand that there might be certain reasons, restrictions, stopping everything coming in-house and just unifying both brands together. Um, There might be existing contracts with fighters at Bellator that won't allow them to do that, so they might need 2024 to do that bit of housekeeping and make sure that they can align everything without any issues with obligations that Bellator have already committed to, right? Um, the other thing that Don Davis said is it allows them to kind of diversify when it comes to selling ads and sponsorship and marketing and generating revenues with two separate brands rather than having everything just as one individual brand, right? I can understand that, and if they're trying to maximize their revenues and they feel like this is the best way to do it, fair play to them. I can't, I can't moan about that, right? Where I'm, where I'm struggling as a fan, as a hard, I'd classify myself as a hardcore fan of the sport. I sit around talking about it to myself in the office and record it and put it on YouTube, do you know what I mean? Like, And like a handful of people watch. So I'd consider myself hardcore enough to have some insight into where I think things might be going wrong, right? Now, PFL are having, I believe it's this weekend, I really should have checked before I started recording this, but I believe it's this Thursday, Friday, Thanksgiving, uh, PFL are having their, their season finale uh, for their regular tournament for 2023. And this is where, you know, all of these $1 million checks are handed out to the winners of each of the, the tournaments for each of the, the weight categories. And I didn't know that it was happening up until I listened to that interview that Don Davis had with Ariel Hawani I don't even know where... I didn't even know, let me rephrase that, I didn't even know where I should go if I ever wanted to watch a live PFL event in the UK, in terms of what who broadcasts it. Because last I checked, or last I knew, Channel 4 had the rights for it, but it's zone. I didn't know that. I didn't know that zone were the ones that were broadcasting PFL events. And that's a big deal to me, right, because, that is a fundamental requisite for a fan of a sport if they want to follow. When it comes to Bellator, I've made countless videos on this channel talking about Bellator and the fact that it's a fight organisation and it's not a promotion. Because these Grand Prix, these eight-man tournaments that they just keep They used to just keep churning out. I didn't see the value in them because either it was a weight category where you're filling numbers. People are stepping up a weight category or they're just fighters that you just know don't have any chance of winning. They're just making up the numbers. And they used to drag on for like 12 months, 18 months at a time, depending on injuries and dropouts and that sort of thing. And sometimes it would be a fight that was right there in your face, ready to be made. Just put these two guys together. But, oh, no, but, you know, we've got this Grand Prix. What we do is we get eight men, and then we match them all up. And then at the end, after after 18 months, you find out who won. And who is the best tour fighter in lightweight? Jarlene. And it just felt like, why are you putting these arbitrary restrictions on your your ability to promote? And that's practically the same kind of issue that I have with PFL. Like, why am I going to sit around and watch fighters partake in a tournament where I know, all right, well, it doesn't really get serious up until this point. Like, these are just, like, the groups. I don't even know what the format of the tournament is. I, I nearly lied to you like, and try to tell you why I wouldn't watch the early stages of, of the tournament. But to be fair to you, I don't know a lot of these guys and these tournaments are happening and I don't really care for... I don't really value the output, the outcome of the tournament, the winner of the PFL tournament. So I don't really pay attention to it. And while Don Davis was talking, what I was struggling with He kept saying stuff like, yes, we're a fighter-first organisation, we're fan-centric. We're a fighter-first, fan-centric fight organisation. Like, that was the kind of stuff he was coming out with. We are fighter-first, fan-centric fight organisation. A lot of Fs, but what the F? What the F does that actually mean to the fans? Because if the fans really gave a flying fuck and i'm going to i'm you're going to think this is horrible but i'm going to just let me finish my point let me land let me land as i say if fans really gave a flying fuck about how mma fighters were treated then the ufc wouldn't be as popular as it is today let me rephrase that if let me let me say that again not rephrase that if the fans really gave a fuck about how fighters were treated then the UFC wouldn't be as popular as it is today. How many fighters that have fought for the UFC or still fight for the UFC have had issues with the UFC, have spoken about how unfairly they've treated? How many stories have we seen in the media about how the power balance between the UFC and its fighters is is way lopsided and the UFC take advantage of all of their fighters and this, that and the other? But as soon as an announcement is made with fighter A against fighter B is happening on this date, we're all there. We're all there sat there watching because we know know that we're going to be entertained and we're going to see top-level MMA. And I don't feel as though the issue that PFL or Bellator necessarily have is how good these fighters are. I don't really think that their rosters are that bad. I don 't think the talent on their roster are as bad as um, the the reach the organizations have. Does that make sense? Like I feel like the fighters uh, the quality of the fighters is 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 below the top quality of the UFC, but it's not as far behind as the promotions are in terms of the eyes of the fans. I'm really saying that really badly. I hope you understand what I'm trying to say anyway. And why is that? Why is that? It's because PFL keep giving us these tournaments. And Bellator keep giving us these Grand Prix. And it's just an easy way out from actually having to do the hard stuff. Which is promote. The fighters fight. The fighters are good at fighting. But you guys have failed, in my opinion, to promote them. Because if you were promoting these fighters half as good as you should have you'd have you would have had me hooked already i'd be watching these events i'd be sat there knowing who's fighting who and i'd be knowing what date it's going to happen and i'd be either recording it or i'd be up ready watching and i've never done that with pfl i might have done it with bellator once or twice i've been to live bellator events and another thing that don davis said is um Bellator have a um, cachet with fans. They had they have brand loyalty with fans. No, no they don't. They don't because I went to Bellator 200 in London and it was supposed to be headlined by Crocop and Roy Nelson both over the hill at the time. Um, I can't remember one of them got injured and the fight got scrapped. But I bought tickets to see Crocop. I bought tickets to see Crocop and he that fight could have been promoted by Cage Rage, Cage Warriors, Warriors, Warriors. Um, any other Bama back in the day, that other organisation, any other organisation that put on fights in the UK, and I would have been there because it's Crocop. It's not Bellator. I'm not going there to watch Bellator. I'm going there to watch MVP. I'm going there to watch Gay Guard Mousasi back in the day. Does that make sense? So I just feel like all of these gimmicks, these tournaments, these, (sighs) these... (sighs) All of these ideas are ideas that don't appeal to me as a fan. You know, all of these things, they don't appeal to me as a fan. And one thing that I do need to cut PFL some slack on is the fact that they didn't have a big roster. So this tournament format that they've been doing for the last few years, um, I can understand why they did it, because it allows them to put on a set number of shows. It allows them to keep reusing the same fighters, basically, because they're fighting in a tournament. And they just didn't have a deep enough roster to just promote, you know, 10 events in the year, set events that would generate any interest. Right. But now they have now they've got a deep roster. And to me, to me, I was just hearing the wrong things. I just want like Arihawani asked him who's going to be the front man for Bellator. And Don Davis was like, I'm not sure we need that. I don't even know who the front man for PFL is. It's only recently I've started to hear Don Davis' name. I've started to see him on Twitter. And he's appeared on Ariel Hawaii. maybe. I, think, I don't know if it was the first time. or, or if he's, if he, I think he's appeared on there before as well. But you need a figurehead for an organization to promote these events. It's, there's a reason why every single fight promotion has that person. The UFC have Dana White. Matchroom have Eddie Hearn, Queensbury have Frank Warren, um, Top Rank have Bob Arum. All of the, the 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 successful promotions that have longevity in whichever combat sport they promote, they have that figurehead. We need that. When I say we, I'm talking about the fans. We need someone, and I, and and with all due respect, because everyone always says nice things about him. Scott Coco isn't that guy. He's not a promoter like. He, he doesn't have the ability to get you excited for a fight, right? He's not a showman and you need someone that has the ability to, to promote events and kind of drag an organisation in the right direction. They need to kind of focus on marketing and building a relationship between the brands and the fighters and the audience. And you can't do that by putting these tournaments together. Because people, myself, I'm not going to say people, I would only pay attention to a tournament if I care about who's partaking in that tournament. And these are my thoughts on on, on, on PFL taking over Bellator. I hope they're successful. I hope things go well. I hope they are a genuine number two to the UFC's number one. But at the moment, they're just the biggest of the rest. I wouldn't even say the best of the rest. And what I heard in that interview didn't fill me with confidence. However, early days, they're still making plans. Things might change. They haven't. It's literally day one of them having the Bellator roster at their disposal. So they may do things that excite us as fans. They may put on shows that you think, you know what, there's enough there for me to want to watch this. And I hope they do that. I hope they're able to do that because I really, really, really want them to succeed. I really do. But all of this, uh, yeah, we're a fan-centric, fighter-focused, all of that stuff. Like, It's good to be ethical. It's good to have morals. It's good to treat fighters well. Obviously, I want that as a fan. But it's not going to make me want to watch them fight if I know that this fight is being treated well, but I don't actually know who he is, and that's important. That's very important. Let me know what you guys think. Put your comments below. Um, I feel like I was a little bit all over the place with that one, but I just need to re- reiterate. I really do hope that they that they they're a success. I hope this is a good thing for the sport. I hope this is a good thing for the fighters. Um, But yeah, put your comments below if you've enjoyed it, like it, share the video, subscribe to the channel, all of that stuff. I'll catch you guys next time.